Hello everyone! Welcome, uh, welcome back to Capes and Japes. Some fun backstory for me for this episode is that I am at my parents' house. Um, my roommate tested positive for COVID. Oh no! Uh, she, oh no, she's fine. I'm fine. I tested negative, obviously, or I wouldn't have come to my parents' house. <laughs> um, but you know what would be a good idea going to a second location (laughs) yeah you know who needs some of this some of this fun um happy mother's day (laughs) (laughs) truly yeah that was a fun um that was a fun mother's day surprise was my mom to get that call from me at like 9 p.m like hey (laughs) guess what um but <laughs> need a place to sleep for a while. Yeah. Um I am fine. Uh I am currently in my room with the windows open just as an added precaution, but that means there might be some uh outdoor uh rural Massachusetts ASMR. Um <laughs> and also my dogs are here. So you might get dog noises. <laughs> Rural Massachusetts ASMR. I mean, that maybe that's appealing to some people. Just bottle it up and sell it. Yeah, exactly. Um, And uh, I don't think my very, very loud dogs have made an appearance on this podcast in like a year and a half. So (laughs) that could be fun. You know, a fun little uh, throwback. Um, I do have a desk in this room now, as opposed to, uh, previously when I would record all of our episodes sitting (laughs) on the floor. (laughs) So, that's an upgrade. We've all been there. We've all done it. It's normal. Had to record on the floor at some point. (laughs) Um, but anyways, yes. That being said... We're still recording. We're still doing it. Um, and we are, uh, I wanted to talk about a couple other, uh, Arrow adjacent characters. Uh, definitely more, more emphasis on adjacent, uh, than our, our past couple. Um, but I thought that we should touch on the Arrowettes plural which sounds like a motown group but it's just there 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 have been two of them uh bonnie and sissy king jones okay that sounds like a very good singing duo i would go see it does i would go see this band yeah i i would maybe they would um have a more successful mother-daughter relationship as a singing duo than as superheroes. One sings, the other plays bass. Let's go. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so the first Arrowette is a young woman named Bonnie King, uh, which is a play Ollie Queen, Bonnie King. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. I mean, listen. 
It's not. I didn't. I say guess it we was can do that. that clever. <laughs> uh, she. Uh, so Bonnie is introduced uh, as a d- sidekick ish to Green Arrow uh, in. 1960 um the backstory that she's given later uh is that she was as a child her mother really really wanted her to be good at archery and like obsessively like coached her and trained her um and Ultimately, she was in the Olympics for archery, got a bronze medal, and then her mom was like, that's not good enough. You should have gotten a gold medal. Uh, And it leads to the two of them uh, having a falling out and Bonnie leaving home. Uh, This this whole backstory is uh, written later, I think, like, after or around the same time that Sissy is introduced, um, which will make sense when we get to the explanation of Sissy. Um, But when Bonnie first appears, she just kind of shows up in uh, Star City, uh, sees Green Arrow and Speedy, um, has all these archery skills, and she's like, actually, maybe I will go back to archery, uh, but I'm gonna do it in a superhero way, <laughs> and not the way my mom wants me to do it. Um, her initial appearance is, like, kind of more along the lines of, uh, the first Batwoman, uh, Kathy Kane, um, where it was like, she's like Batman, but instead of a utility belt, she has a utility purse. And all <laughs> of her bat gadgets are like, you know, like d- lipsticks that have uh, lasers or like uh, a compact, but it's, you know, sh- secretly a communicator or something like that. Um, Golly, Green Arrow, that girl archer stopped those two crooks with a giant hairpin arrow. <laughs> like literally exactly the example that like no i literally read that off of a comics panel <laughs> oh okay okay cool yeah yeah no that's it um holy shit uh yeah the the example that um wikipedia gives is uh a, a powder puff arrow um, which, again, I feel like we say this all the time with female characters in comics. If this, if she was a real person and she decided to be a superhero, but she wanted to do it in a way where she used a lot of, you know, like, cosmetic-themed, like, trick arrows, that would be fine. She's not a real person. She was created by men. <laughs> And so the fact that, like, everything they can think of for her, like, shtick is, you know, makeup and clothes. It's like, okay. Um, this, it's like, uh, sort of, it's, 
very much compounded by the fact that uh, Green Arrow also finds her very annoying. Um, and as much as she is genuinely, like, a skilled archer and has all these, like, trick arrows that I have to assume she made herself because I don't know where you would obtain a giant hairpin arrow. Um, maybe she commissioned someone to build them for her. Um, but, uh, despite all of this, um, they throw in there that she's extremely clumsy, um, which doesn't make any sense when you add in the backstory that they come up with later. It's like, she she's, she was an Olympic level archer, but she's also too clumsy to be a a good superhero. Um, <laughs> I and... mean, what what do you do uh, when you're shooting arrows on a range? You're standing there, right? You're standing there. It's true. You're not walking around. Um, and uh, she also dates Ollie for a little bit, uh, which, <laughs> I mean, honestly, no matter what, I have to feel some sympathy for somebody who makes the bad life decision of dating Oliver Queen. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, Bonnie, that was probably pretty difficult. Um, it's like, this is a couple years after I think Kathy Kane first showed up. Um, and Kathy Kane, Batwoman, was a direct response um, to, uh, Frederick Wortham's Seduction of the Innocent, uh, a main complaint of which was that, uh, Batman was too gay. <laughs> it was too gay to have this man living, um, you know, alone with his young ward, and it was giving children homosexual ideas, uh, so... I mean, I One can't of... say that Batman hasn't given me homosexual ideas. <laughs> but I mean, not with actually... his young ward. <laughs> it turns out Frederick Wortham was correct and Batman did make me gay, so... <laughs> um. Anyways, most of the reason that uh, Batwoman and Batgirl, um, the original... Betty Kane Batgirl were were introduced was to give Batman a love interest um so that people would st stop calling him gay um and that's why uh you know Kathy's entire personality is pretty much just like woman and her motivation for being a superhero is she wants Batman to date her um which is just, like, so deeply unfortunate. Um, and then, you know, and then a few years later, they um, came up with Barbara. It's, like, not even that much later that they introduce, like, Barbara Gordon. And it's like, oh, she's, like, a librarian and has a PhD and, like, a lifelong interest in criminal justice. And she wears, like, you know, just, like, a basically just, like, Batman's costume in different colors instead of, like, a little, like, bat skirt. And it's, like, that wasn't that hard. <laughs> um, anyways, the point being, <laughs> I 
I don't know if that was the intention behind um, Bonnie King Arrowette. I wouldn't be surprised, uh, given that, like, I don't think Green Arrow was, like, cited specifically in Seduction of the Innocent, because I don't think Green Arrow was, like, as popular as Batman and Robin, but I think it's also not outside the realm of possibility that they looked at, um, this other superhero with basically an identical setup to Batman, where he was a rich bachelor who lived alone with his young war, and they were like, oh, oh, we don't need people calling him gay, too. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Um, anyways, um, I think... The the funniest thing about all of this, to me, um, is that the most enduring legacy of Kathy Kane was eventually the creation of Kate Kane, um, who is <laughs> very, very famously gay. <laughs> so it's like, eventually, eventually comics just, just trend towards gayness. No, you can't, you can't prevent it. Your attempts to prevent it will only make them gayer. Um, so, yeah, Bonnie's early appearances, um, are relatively brief. Uh, definitely somewhat sexist. Um, and kind of, you know, more a temporary annoyance to Ollie than anything. Um, and then she doesn't really show up or get mentioned, uh, again for almost 40 years. Um, it's like the late nineties, um, that Sissy gets introduced, which is where they, um, kind of retroactively establish what was going on with Bonnie in the interim. Um, they, uh, introduce this character, um, named Burnell Jones, who's a journalist who was, uh, covering, uh, Bonnie's, like, Olympic Games, um, and approaches her at some point to be like, hey, you did a really good job in the Olympics. (laughs) She's like, wow, the only person who's ever said that to me. (laughs) Um, she starts, uh, calling him, uh, Bowstring, because of how tall and skinny he is, which is sort of cute. Um, and then (laughs) she, um, while she's still, like, Arrowettes doing, like, you know, superhero things, she's like, hey, why don't you tag along with me as my sidekick, um, and you can, uh, report on all of the great superhero stuff I do, uh, in the newspaper. And he's like, great. I'm an ordinary human man. What could go wrong? Um, eventually, like, Ollie, like, steps in and is like, hey, no, don't, don't do this. Um, and also maybe you, uh, should not be a superhero, uh, because you are not very good at it. Um, I think I, I can't remember if I mentioned this earlier. Another thing that's, like, sort of, like, eye-roll about all this is that they establish that, like, she doesn't want to wear a mask because she doesn't want to cover her face because she's, like, too vain. Cool. (laughs) Which, yeah, cool. Um, again, 
Sometimes it's fun to have extremely vain female characters, but not when you have, like, one female character. <laughs> um, in introduce, introduce more women, and then you can do this. <laughs> um, so this, this whole thing, everything with, uh, bowstring, um, you know, Ollie, like, convincing her to retire, um, is all kind of told in flashback. She uh, gets a job as a secretary. Um, she gives up uh, archery altogether. She ends up with like pretty bad like carpal tunnel. Um, why? Why doesn't Ollie have really bad carpal tunnel? <laughs> I think all of I think every superhero archer should go to physical therapy together <laughs> and also mental therapy um but i just got very um captivated with the image of all of them doing little like wrist exercises together um she and uh burnell bowstring get married uh and they have a daughter uh named suzanne king jones nicknamed sissy um it's I mean, I've been saying it this whole time. I'm, it's, I'm sure it's written, like, in the actual episode, but it's C-I-S-S-I-E. Um, Bowstring, um, ends up passing away. Um, he gets sick. Uh, and because, uh, through his life insurance policy, um... <laughs> Bonnie and Sissy come into like a pretty decent amount of money and Bonnie's like this gives me a great idea <laughs> what if I trained my daughter to be a superhero um because I am bitter that I missed out on like all the recognition that I should have gotten as a superhero and also I learned nothing from my own relationship with my mother which we've now retroactively established um, a fun, a fun throwaway detail that, like, every, um, every site mentioned, uh, is that the, uh, like, the check from Bowstring's life insurance policy was delivered to Bonnie by Hal Jordan, because there was this period of time where Hal Jordan quit being a pilot and became an insurance claims adjuster. While still being a Green Lantern. Okay. How? How? Why? Why, of all things, why was that the career leap you made? How? He's just really interested in insurance. <laughs> He's very passionate about it. Oh. Hal. Halifer. He does it for the look on people's faces when he delivers them their checks about their dead loved ones. <laughs> okay, Hal. I guess. <laughs> I'm so sorry for your loss, but on the bright side, here's some money. Anyway, <laughs> I have to go off planet now. See you later. <laughs> I have some some things to do. Unrelated to insurance. <laughs> Don't ask about it. 
don't even worry about it. Um, so Bonnie starts, um, obsessively training, uh, Sissy in, uh, archery as well as, like, you know, supplemental, like, superhero skills, like, you know, martial arts and gymnastics, um, a ton of other stuff, which, like, Sissy gets very exhausted by very quickly, um, but continues going along with it up until she, uh, makes her superhero debut, um, Bonnie, like, uh, makes her a costume that's sort of similar, um, to Bonnie's original costume, um, and she first, uh, shows up in Impulse, um, and she, she's, like, kind of, like, distant dog noises, um, She's sort of, like, on and off romantically associated with Bart. Um, I, like, I think, I don't know if, like, that comes up again after, like, Young Justice is over. Um, but, uh, she shows up to, uh, help Impulse fight a, uh, supervillain with an ableist name. Um. Great. Yeah. Comics, baby. It's the late 90s. Um, and, uh, Impulse at the time in his, like, solo comic is being mentored by Max Mercury, who's kind of like an older, like, speedster character who had kind of not been around for a little while, um, and then gets reintroduced to, like, basically, uh, mentor, uh, the Flash's impulse most, like, notably. Um, but Max, uh, (laughs) sees what's going on, um, with Bonnie and her, uh, uh, Sissy and her mother, um, and is like, hmm, (laughs) I don't, I don't, this seems... This seems not good. Um. Certainly not ideal. This seems not ideal. Um. And he contacts, uh, like, Child Protective Services, which at first I was like, this seems like a little severe, because there are like, I mean, there are a lot of people in real life whose parents are like very overbearing and force them to do a lot of stuff. And it's like, I feel like you have other interventions before Child Protective Services gets involved. Oh, for sure. 100%. (laughs) I'm also like, well, the things their parents are forcing them to do are usually not fight dangerous supervillains that could kill them. So maybe Max Mercury did have a point. That is like, the added element there now, isn't it? You get so lost in comics that you're sitting there like, I don't know why they're doing this. (laughs) This is all very normal. (laughs) And then it's like, no, no, it's not. It's it's not normal. It is weird (laughs) that this person is, like, if she just, like, if with, with her mom, with Bonnie's mom, training her about archery, yeah, no, that's not dangerous, really. Except for the extreme yeah. carpal tunnel, I guess. 
Uh, yeah. But it, you, the the, the yeah. super villaining, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta. This, this child does actually need to be protected, this... as it turns out. <laughs> and um, I mean, I guess if you're Max Mercury seeing this, you do know how it could go wrong, probably. Yeah, you've 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 seen some stuff. Max Mercury is really out here doing like um the thing, but like Reagan does in like the first season of Mob Psycho where he's like what are you doing these are kids <laughs> stop it um did everybody forget that this was a child <laughs> <laughs> please um Bart is also a child but I could not stop him if I wanted to no his code name is Impulse for a reason ah <laughs> uh. Love him. Um, Sissy um, ends up going uh, to a boarding school, um, the St. Elias School for Girls, uh, mm-hmm. and I- it sounds bad. I think it's fine. I think from from what I've gathered, it it seems to be just kind of a normal school and not as upsetting as the name makes it sound. <laughs> I mean. There's, there's so ma- I, there's so many superheroes, mm-hmm. and they sent her to a boarding school. <laughs> She'll be fine. <laughs> don't worry about it. She can't yeah, just go live it. like with the Teen Titans or like at Wayne Manor <laughs> and hang out. <laughs> He's not forcing <laughs> those kids to do superheroics. They just he can't stop them. He can't stop them. I think, honestly, like, they, I mean, this joke has been made before. They should send more (laughs) wayward teens to Wayne Manor because, like, Bruce is just going to see them there and he's going to be like, well, I don't remember adopting this kid, but I must have at some point. (laughs) Oh, which one are you again? I'm Sissy. Oh, okay. Hey. (laughs) All right, cool. Um, You know all those videos about where, like, it's like a a like a a duck finds like a like abandoned nest of ducklings and is like, well, I guess these must be my kids. Yeah, <laughs> it's basically <laughs> like that. Um, she does. Um, while she's in boarding school, she finds a um an a better like maternal mentor figure figure in the um. The school, like, uh, counselor slash archery coast coach, um, of course, Dr. Marcy Money. Yeah. Um, Dr. Marcy Money, great name. Mm -hmm. Um, who she, uh, develops an actual positive relationship with. Um, so this is all, uh, Basically, leading up to um, Sissy uh, joining the original uh, Young Justice team, like the uh, Peter David um, and Todd Naik Young Justice, with Tim and Bart um, and Con and Cassie and uh, Secret and who else is on like the. OG team. Those the those are the big ones. Um and oh sorry. She 
becomes um very good friends um with uh Cassie and with Secret um both of whom are also like skinny blonde teen girls this is what I'm saying is like this was the time to be a teenage blonde girl in superhero comics um it's also very confusing because um obviously you have Sissy and then you have Cassie and then Secret's r- real name is Greta but she doesn't um she doesn't remember she's like she's a, a ghost sort of <laughs> um so they're calling her Susie for a little while so you have these like three one of them's a ghost so you can tell which one she is cuz she's a ghost but three pretty similar looking young women who have pretty similar names um comics just don't a, just a real claim um to be easy no absolutely not um she uh so she shows up not in like the very first issue of young justice but like pretty early on um she gets uh attacked by a supervillain um and contacts young justice and ends up uh joining the team um like enjoying having friends and like doing something kind of on her own without her mother's input but still pretty ambivalent um about like superheroing in general um which uh comes to a head when um she uh surprise uh doctor uh doctor Marcy Money gets murdered. Um, oh no. I was hoping I that she just had like a villain art. Marcy Money would be such a good villain name. It really would be. It was gonna be one of the two. I'm Doctor Money um, I I like the idea of a supervillain named Dr. Money, because it's like, you know what they're about. Just right <laughs> from the get-go. It's me, Dr. Money. I'm robbing your banks. <laughs> um, she, um, so she, in true teenage superhero fashion, um, this, uh, person that she cared about gets murdered, um, she tracks down the killers, she's super, like, angry and upset, and she, like, almost kills them in retaliation, but then one of her friends stops her. Um, it's Connor, A classic. Uh, a classic! Um, and she decides after that that, uh, she is done, uh, with superheroing. Um, and- does actually commit to it, unlike a lot of characters who have said they're done with superheroing about 800 times. Um, she, um, continues, um, going to, uh, St. Elias. Um, she stays friends with a lot of the team. Um, she, at, like, at some point, like, secret, um, stops being a ghost and she goes to school um with uh with sissy um she also like uh 
makes friends with the Red Tornado's daughter. Um, she also um, somewhat, like, uh, makes up with her mother. Um, ends up deciding to go to uh, the Olympics and does actually win a gold medal. So, better than her mom, probably. Um, and, uh, after that, she, like, <laughs> they, like, they, they reference her, like, doing all this stuff. It's, like, she wins a gold medal at the Olympics, and then she's, like, um, like, kind of a celebrity afterwards, and she has, like, a guest spot on, um, this, like, Buffy, like, Buffy-esque show. Uh, Buffy parody, not in-universe a parody of Buffy, but a show that we are, we the readers are meant to understand as Buffy. Um, she, um, like, does sort of help the team out a couple times. Um, at one point, they get, they have to, they have to play space, space baseball? Sp baseball? Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Sp baseball. They gotta play... Yeah, they gotta play baseball with aliens, and they, um, <laughs> drag Sissy into it, and she's like, I don't even have superpowers. Why would you come <laughs> to me and not someone with superpowers? Hand-eye like, coordination? Is a fair point. Yeah, that's a, it is a point, but also, she is a gold medal Olympic athlete, and they are playing baseball, <laughs> so I can't entirely blame them. Um, also, they're teens. They're dumb teens. I love, I love, I love this generation of kids. They're dumb teens. Um, she, um, also she, like, uh, helps them out a couple times, like, largely kind of from the sidelines, but she, you know, helps them kind of, like, as, like, a medic in, like, you know, really, like, big fights and stuff like that. Um, as... Far as I know, um, the, the last appearance mentioned I could find of her was that, um, in, like, the mid-2000s, which I remember reading this, um, in this, uh, like, the start of, uh, the, 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 the Tim Bart Cassie Khan era of Teen Titans, um, where... Cassie is, like, uh, going to be kicked out of school for causing problems on purpose. Um, and, like, <laughs> Good Sissy, for her, like, good for her. Good for her, as always. Uh, Sissy, like, comes to the principal's office and, uh, is, is basically like, if you kick Cassie out, I'm also going to leave. And, um, I am a celebrity gold medal Olympian, <laughs> so I think it would look pretty bad for you if I left your school. They're like, ah, dang it. <laughs> um, you are correct. Yeah, and then, um, as far, oh, she does, she sh does show up briefly in, like, the, uh, late 2000s Wonder Girl series. Um, Still, um, like, basically there is, like, Cassie's best friend, um, which is nice. I, um, 
I I I like I like sissy. I miss sissy. I mean, obviously, I'm like very attached to anyone adjacent to that group of characters. Um, and I do. <laughs> I think it's fun that like she has this. It's like almost the way like the Young Avengers are like in no way connected to like the superheroes they named themselves after. Like she does not interact with like any of the rest of the Arrow family. <laughs> it's like you see her on Young Justice and you're like, oh yeah, so th these are a bunch of sidekicks and she's Green Arrow's sidekick. It's like, <laughs> no, her mom dated Green Arrow briefly <laughs> and he told her to quit superheroing because she was annoying. Um, I... And now Sissy's here. <laughs> quit superheroing, you're annoying. I'll still date you you're... for a bit though. <laughs> I Listen, I can't believe all Ollie over. got the entirety of superheroing and the divorce. <laughs> Just the whole concept. Yeah. Um. All right. And I, in this breakup, uh, sign this form that says that you will give up superheroing. Um, unless we get back together, then I guess you can. That's that's a clause in there, but. I don't think it's gonna I, happen. I really don't. I don't think it would be good for either of us, to be honest with you. No. Um, so, yeah, thanks for signing that. Have a good life not being a superhero. <laughs> uh, if you ever have a child, do not teach them archery. Goodbye. I do not recommend it. Yeah. yeah. Ollie's, like, watching Young Justice on the news, like... 15 years later and she was like familiar. I should have <laughs> put another clause in that contract dang it she already signed it when I thought of it I Damn. knew she was gonna do something like that <sighs> uh, anyway not gonna do anything about it nope this is I it it seems it seems I mean, like her friends have this handled like could you imagine being a teen superhero and being like, hi, yeah, um, so I'm your mom's ex, um, we did a little <laughs> bit of superheroing together for a bit, it looks like she taught you archery, and you're following in her footsteps, um, that's good, that's good, I don't, I don't know what our relationship is here, do we hang out, do you want to be my sidekick, I already have so many, but I guess... We could have a team that way when, like, we could, like, cycle, cycle, do, like, do, like, a little superhero cycle so that, like, Monday, Tuesday, you do homework, and then Wednesday, Thursday, you get, like, some off time, and then Friday, Saturday, you have superheroics, and then Sunday's training. Does that sound good? And then we all just, like, rotate. Yeah. Ollie's proposing this, and in the background, all of Sissy's friends who know what a mess Ollie's <laughs> and relationship with his sidekicks are, or just, like, making, like, throat-slashing gestures. <laughs> don't do it, no. No. Don't Ollie turns it, around and it. they, like, do the little, like, look away and whistle really fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sissy's like, actually, I think I'm good. And Ollie's like, oh, thank God. Okay, I didn't <laughs> want to say it, but I was not prepared to help out another kid. No, uh, th I, it seems like you guys are doing well here with Young Justice. Good job. If you guys ever need some money, I can help with that. But, like, nothing else. 
If you need yeah, a place no. to crash or you need money, mm-hmm. I'm your guy. But otherwise, don't yeah. ask me for anything. This is this <laughs> might be our last interaction. See ya on the flip side. And then he like flips out. <laughs> yeah. Um I God. Yeah, anyways. Um <laughs> I'm not I'm not super optimistic about um uh sissy like showing up again anytime soon. I heard apparently she was supposed to be in the like initial uh pilot of like the Young Justice cartoon. Um but they ended up uh using Artemis instead. Um which, you know, I I mean I love Artemis. Um so I don't yeah. know if they were going to like be like if it was going to be like Artemis's personality, but it would just be Sissy instead, or if they just like completely, you know, rewrote the whole character. Um but I mean, I don't know, like the past couple years, like that team has been making a comeback. We finally saw Khan again after a gajillion years. Um, and this is the year of Tim Drake. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe Sissy will make an appearance. I think it would be fun. Um, and we were saying, like, last time, like, well, we've got this whole thing, you know, Connor Hawks having his big coming out moment. And maybe Mia will show up again. I think it would be cute if Sissy got to be, like, friends with them. I think that would be nice. Um, but I guess, um, I guess we'll see. I would be surprised, but it would be nice. Um, but yeah, those are, um, those are the Arrowettes. I feel like, I feel like I, I should not even ask you if you had any (laughs) comics to talk about until like, just like Pirate's Brain Rot leaves your system entirely i feel like i am becoming less feral about it okay which is good Uh that being said yeah you did make two amvs in like 48 hours yep Uh uh-huh kind of like two like three you made a little one that you showed to me um so we're we're getting there so far, I have four full-length AMVs and, like, five little clips. And I'm, mm, I'm thinking about doing Riches and Wonders. Ooh. <gasps> Not sure. I gotta, I gotta think more on it for a okay. bit. Okay, I am rotating it in my mind right now, <laughs> and I'm like, hmm. hmm. But, hmm. <laughs> interesting, interesting. It also doesn't help that at the Mountain Goats concert over the weekend, I did purchase uh, two CDs. And so I've been listening to Heretic Pride in the car. So now when I'm driving, I'm like, huh, should I do something to autoclave? Hmm. (laughs) Sex rumor number one is stuck in my head. Could I do anything with this? Oh, I bet. Ooh. (gasps) Oh. (laughs) <laughs> um <laughs> just sit, just driving to work like hmm hmm, hmm I'm having Sa- thoughts and of course yeah. I have every single thing has been mountain goats and then like one hose gear for spice <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I do want to reiterate, when you first brought this up, you were like, I'm going to make this Mountain Goats AMV, and then I can make more AMVs. And then I'm like, of more Mountain Goat songs? And you were like, not just Mountain Goat songs. <laughs> but it has definitely been Mountain Goat songs. Almost completely. Almost completely. Today, as of recording, I have changed that. Also, I did notice that TikTok started muting my old clips, so rip me, I guess. <laughs> they live on YouTube now. God. I think they're TikTok. still fine on Twitter, though, but mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. TikTok even muted werewolf gimmick, and I'm mad about it. What the fuck? TikTok? TikTok. It's important. Anyway, find me on YouTube, Racetrack Conlon. <laughs> Look at my R flag means death AMVs. Hell yeah. You can't see any I of can't... my old videos because I did put them all on private now. <laughs> I've got stuff in there from college. Oh boy. <laughs> the Tumblr eras. Um, we all, we truly all lived through that. Those days. But yeah, um, uh, within the past month-ish, I have uploaded nine videos to YouTube. Oh, man. Incredible. I can't wait to finish the show tomorrow and then just <laughs> binge through all of them. I just cycle through all my AMV. <laughs> yeah. Be like, oh, this was good. Oh, wow. This one was good, too. I'm, I'm looking forward to just getting a dm from you at some point just like okay so <laughs> hello hello it's me i have seen the amvs i'm coming to you as a post amv olivia i think my favorite thing was i'm just like i don't feel feral about this anymore and yet i did i did finish a fic and make an amv on the same day the other day so <laughs> <laughs> I, but like the franticness of my brain mm -hmm. is uh -huh. slowing down sure sure i'm still creating content but i'm not sitting here like with swarms of bees in my head <laughs> uh-huh just kind of the the normal the swarms of bees that are always there <laughs> yeah there nobody like like, uh, our flag means death kicked the beehive, and they went, <laughs> and now they're like, all right, we're cool, we're cool, we're cool. The pirates are still here, but they're no longer kicking us. All right, all right. Um, but I did go to Free Comic Book Day. Um, oh, hell yeah. I got some comics, and I mean, the only one in my subscription that... <laughs> was not, you know, a free comic, was uh, Dark Knights of Steel. And I haven't caught up with that yet, but I really want to because he told me about Tim, and I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love to see Tim go through it. Uh, but they had a um, free comic of the Spidey and his amazing friends cartoon uh -huh. and i'm like well i gotta get that for my nephew <laughs> <laughs> you gotta i haven't read it to him yet because when i came home he was um avidly watching the clock and announcing the time every time it changed <gasps> because sometimes you're four and you like numbers god so, uh, sometimes you're almost 30 and you like numbers 
And my mom does have a pretty cool clock where it projects onto the ceiling. Oh, I would also announce all the numbers, actually. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, I cannot blame him. <laughs> I was like, here you go. And he's like, oh, cool. And then he like looked up and he's like, 658. <laughs> like, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll leave you to it then. Have, have a good one. <laughs> Did you read any comics? Um, I, uh... Did not actually, uh, due in part to my, uh, <laughs> somewhat chaotic weekend. Um, I did get to go to a steampunk festival, so that was cool. Oh! Um, and, uh, not to bring up sad news on the podcast, even though we just did it last week, um, but I f- would feel weird if I didn't sad, mention- Sad news uh, keeps happening. It's- Sad news keeps happening. Sad news two weeks in a row, sadly. Um, uh, George Perez passed away over the weekend, uh, which is very sad. I feel like you could say this about a lot of comics creators, but I don't think this podcast would exist without um, the 2013 Titans cartoon, which does mean that this podcast would not exist without George Perez, who helped create most of those characters. Um, but, uh, you know, there, there's the... I don't want to say relief, um, but he, you know, talked, like, pretty openly about his health status, like, a few months ago. So over the past few months, a lot of people were able to, you know express how grateful they are and how much like his work meant to them um which is nice um but yeah he uh did a lot of incredible work on like teen titans and wonder woman he did um most of the art for like crisis on infinite earths like a lot of those like really truly iconic scenes from crisis um, we're all George Perez. And on top of that, almost everyone who's ever met him has said that he is just, like, a really just, like, super kind, generous, great guy. Um, so, again, it's very sad. Two, like, really remarkable artists in two weeks. I saw somebody be like, if you don't read comics, this is basically the equivalent of, like, Steven Spielberg and Martin Scorsese dying within a week of each other, which, like, kinda, yeah. Um, so it is very sad, but, you know, leaves behind an incredible, like, body of work, an incredible legacy, um, and I'm very grateful to him. So, that's, um, that's, that's, that's the sad part. Nobody else dies, so I don't have to say sad stuff on the podcast, okay? Nobody die for a while. This <laughs> just in, death not allowed. <laughs> this just in, from your friend, Olivia Capes and Japes. Um, but, um, yeah, go, um, go, go read some, go read some comics. Go read some 80s-ass comic books in honor of George Perez. Um, and, you know, all the usual stuff. You can find us, Capes and Japes, online, Twitter, Tumblr, 
Instagram, Facebook, just at capes and japes on any of those. Um, you can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Uh, we have a, a Discord server. If you want, <laughs> if you want to see all of these great Our Flag Means Death AMVs, you can come into the Discord server and ask Briar about them. <laughs> but you can also come to the Discord server for any number of other reasons. Um, we have a Patreon. If you felt like supporting us on there, you could get bonus episodes, uh, watch stuff with us, help us pick what we talk about. Um, if you can't support us on Patreon, but you want to support the show, um, leaving a rating and review is always very, very appreciated. Uh, telling a friend about the show, if you think they might be interested in it, and just coming back and joining us, as you have done once again. So thank you for being here today for Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And as always, what do you, like, say when all the other Young Justice members ask you your connection to Green Arrow? <laughs> Do you just tell them that there is none? You should say, uh, basically, I just thought arrows were cool. I think the funniest thing you could say is, who's Green Arrow? <laughs> Good night. Good night.